And we're back. And we're back. Landon has prepared a siren song to... <coughs> Red leather, yellow leather. Sorry, what we got right Had, now. You know, your early Unique New York. Listener, by the way. Been a, it's been a year since last we spoke. <laughs> Wait, they said no. We did it last... <laughs> we published one last week. <laughs> did we make that joke? I'm sure we said some dumb shit. Yeah, anyway. There's room for a dementia joke in here now. Yeah, let's relive it. Listener, it's been a year since wow. we've seen this. Oh, gosh. How have you been? We did do this, but I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think... Are, is our mics... Are, are they good here? I don't know, are they? I don't know. I mean, is it getting feedback on the it's, laptop? I mean, the blue the blue dots are coming up. So. Fair enough. The only reason is this isn't even on. Well, how's I don't know. Hello and welcome. Any difference? Back to the land of smooth talking voices. Now that yeah. the mics are turned on, we're not recording straight out my dusty ass laptop. Amen. Shit. I'm about to wipe without a toilet paper. All right. Speaking of dusty, <laughs> landed. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Damn, you really got me mid-recording podcast. On air. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Good one. Well, welcome <laughs> back to Lore of the Folks. Uh, I'm Taryn. Hey, I'm Landon. And we're talking about mermaids. Yeah. If you recall, last, uh, last episode, we talked about mermaids as well. <laughs> I think we did the episode before that, too. Yeah, and, and, oh, episode one. That's right. Wow. Episode four, listener. Can you believe it? Yes. And yeah. episode four is usually our or like different perspective episode. Yeah. The last two seasons it's been like how have the English justified their fucked up atrocities. <laughs> their atrocities. But yeah. since <laughs> since this one is based yeah. in Europe, we figured yeah. we'd mix it up. Yeah, and yeah, the thing about mermaids is that they are so prolific in nearly every culture, it's hard to boil down basically, you know, one culture's superior influence over yeah. another's. And that's that's what we've learned sort of as we've researched the past few weeks is that a lot of uh, tales of mermaids of different lands, um, Virgin Islands, uh, a little bit like South America, Africa even, mm-hmm. are tales from European sailors. Yeah. Who, like through their experience. Cultural diffusion, yeah. more Cultural or less. diffusion. Right? Yeah. They might settle there in these non-European um, continents slash countries, and then slowly but surely, you know, the tale of... The, the horrid creature they saw crossing the ocean kind of creeps into the family, spreads to the community, and boom, myth in a couple generations. Myth. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very cool, honestly. Yeah, it's um, cool to see how it happens, and so we oh, thought yeah. we'd break that down in this uh, episode. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. I have one. It's from 2012. Coney? No. Okay. If only. But same <laughs> continent. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. Okay, this this is crazy. So I know we talked in episode one about Zimbabwe and their mermaids, how they're more or less neutral, um, kind of serving nature in that sense. Yeah. Um, so this is crazy. In 2012, they were working on a couple water reservations. Is that reservoirs? Not reservations. Water reservations. <laughs> water reservoirs that were like integral to Zimbabwean communities. And so they had to halt production on it. And the Minister of Water of Zimbabwe in 2012 had to come out into like a public press with, his, with the government officials and say like, 
we cannot work in this right now. Like, there are mermaids in here fucking with us. Straight up. <laughs> you can look this up. You can just look up Zimbabwe Mermaid 2012. It'll come up. It is crazy. Um, so he's basically like, we need to do, like, traditional rituals to get rid of these mermaids. We need to appease them. Um, traditional beer ritual? Yes. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, at first, some officials were like, no, this is just BS, bro. Uh, so they sent in divers from a different country. They have no notion of our culture, Zimbabwean culture or anything like that. And they, too, were like, there is something brushing up against me down there. Like, I'm not fucking with this. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was mermaid hysteria. Now, obviously, it's up for debate. Like, is this just a cultural mass hysteria or, you know, are there Zimbabwean mermaids? There also is a prevalent number of crocodiles in Zimbabwean waters. So... Could have been them. I'd like to think they're mermaids. <laughs> I'm sure the Zimbabwe Minister of Water would like to think they're mermaids too. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So yeah, they got they rounded up a couple chiefs. And yeah, I mean they they successfully completed the traditional ritual needed to appease these mermaids. What does this ritual entail? I have no clue. I saw beer. Yeah. I think it's almost like a celebration with some dances, some chanting probably. I'm just, I'm taking wild guesses here. I have no, um, no foundation to back this up on. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything on this article here. Although I do see more from Global Post. Zimbabwe bans sale of secondhand underwear. <laughs> Good for them, bro. Secondhand underwear. Every time I <laughs> see that shit in Goodwill, bras, socks, and that, like, oh, that creeps me out a bit. It is kind of creepy. Yeah. Although I, I feel like you'd buy it from like a Japanese vending machine. Yeah, definitely. Like that. I'd probably do it if I was in Japan. Bro, if there's a vending machine for clothes, I mean... They have a... The, they for have the a, novelty alone, I'd have to try it. They have a specific used panties vending machine. I believe. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure. That is disturbing. Japan's a weird place. <laughs> weird weird place. Oh, that's, that's odd. <laughs> that's odd. <laughs> Speaking of Japan, listeners, have you, have you listened to Attack on Titan? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Season 4, part 2, baby. Anyway... Not to rep it. I just like that show a lot. Japanese mermaids. Yeah. The yokai. The yokai. Yeah. Creepy as hell. Very much so. As most Japanese monsters are. They're like a creepy, pale, bloated face on some sort of horrifying massage. Oh, yeah. Uh, if any of you watch Meat Canyon on YouTube, he's got one. It's like yokai Bob the Builder. It's just like Bob the Builder's face on a giant like uh, centipede. Ugh. Yeah, it is It is horrifying. <laughs> That's a weird YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> so much weird shit. It's just a nightmare fuel. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> what next? What? Yokai. I, I had no research on the yokai, but. It's scary. Look at the yeah. picture. Just fish fish person. Fish person. Yeah. Yeah. Japanese mythology in general is just very, very weird, bro. It is. It's definitely... It's very unique that it stems yeah. a lot from this idea of spirits. And yeah. Like, it's, uh, they're just sort of manifestations of your relationship with the world around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the manifestation, too, of, like, good versus evil. Yeah. One of my favorite movies called The Wailing, like, goes into just that. There's, like... Anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That would be a cool one to look into, I think. Uh, maybe we can do that specifically for episode five when we go more into like descriptions and anatomies and yeah, the various 
Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be cool. I'm gonna talk about the Aquaman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen the Aquaman movie. You're not missing much. Okay, it's actually pretty fun. Okay, what what I mean, what's they got mermaids, obviously, right? Yeah, they do. Okay, and Atlanteans, which are different. But there's a lot of lore in it. And oh, interesting. Kind of throw, Willem Dafoe throws out most of it. Actually. Oh, he's like the lore guy in that movie. Willem. Willem. <laughs> oh, that's a nod to the new Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. He's the lore guy in that. Yeah. Uh, let me read a poem. Can Spidey come out to play? <laughs> Spider-Man. You know who Heinrich Heine is? Heinrich Heine? Hein. I say Heine. It's H-E-I-N-E. Heine? Heine. H-E-I-N-E. Heine. Heinrich Heine? Heinrich Heine. Okay, anyway. Uh, Mr. Heine? <clears throat> so, Heinrich Heine... Uh, he was born in Dusseldorf, Germany. <laughs> Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. 1826 was his first book he published while at university. It was mm. called Reisebilde, Travel Pictures. Uh, he was a very influential German poet in the 19th century. Um, and one of his most famous poem, poems, Die Lorelei, is based on the German legend of a mermaid who lures semen to their death. Mm. So it's based off sort of like the... Uh, Sirens? Yeah, sirens, like Odysseus type. Gotcha. Mermaids. Cool. But this was in, um, this is late 19th century Germany, mm -hmm. um, and it kind of spread from there. That's like one of the more famous depictions that we now see in more places around the world. Cool. Okay. I shall read it. Thank you. I don't know what it means that I am so sad, a legend of bygone days that I cannot keep out of my mind. The air is cool and night is coming. Calm Rhine courses its way, the peak of the mountain dazzles with evening's final ray. The fairest of maidens is sitting up there, a beautiful delight. Her golden jewels are shining, she's combing her golden hair. She has a golden comb, singing along as well, an enthralling and spellbinding melody. In his little boat, the boatman is seized by it with savage woe. He does not look upon the rocky ledge rather high up into the heavens. I think the waves will devour the boatman and boat in the end, and by her song's sheer power, fair Lorelei has done. Hmm. Very cool. Yes. Did he write it in English, or is that a translation? This is a translation. Would you like to read the German version? <laughs> yeah. Can you? I, yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Do it. This is for our German audience, then. <laughs> for our German audience. Yeah, we, we'll be getting after yeah. this episode. <laughs> Ich weiß nicht, was soll es bedeuten, dass ich so traurig bin. Ein Märchen aus alten Seiten, das kommt mir nicht aus dem Sinn. Die Luft ist kühl und es dunkelt und ruhig fließt der Rhein. Der, what is that? Der Gipfel, der Gipfel des Berges funkelt. Im, <laughs> I don't know. Abandoned Sonnenschein. Die schönste Jungfrau sitze dort abend wunderbar. Ihr goldenes Geschmeider blitzet. Sie kommt ihr golden, goldenes Haar. <laughs> Haar? <laughs> Hair? Haar, I think. Um, sie kommt es mit goldener Komme und singt ein Lied dabei. Das hat eine wundersame 
gewaltige Melodie. <laughs> We're getting there. We're making it. I can see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> den Schiffer im kleinen Schiffer ergrift es mit wildem Weh. Er schaut nicht die Felsenriffer. Er schaut nur hinauf in die Hohe. Hu. Ich glaube, die Wellen verschlingen am Ende Schiffe und kann und das mit ihrem Singen die Lordelei getan. There we go. That was pretty impressive. Just Thank you. Thank you German. I feel like if I spoke German, like, we do, like, popcorn, like, group reading mm -hmm. that everyone um, avoids. Yeah. I actually had to, I forced some kids to do that the other day when I was subbing <laughs> for them. It was like they'd like two pages. It's like, all right, popcorn read. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I straight up told them, and they're like, Ugh. yeah, they dread it. But anyway, continue. Don't we all? Yeah. Um, but I think that's an interesting poem. Um, yeah. It talks about like the times of old too. I think it's just recollecting. Yeah, it seems like a very old style um, poem. It just talks about. Because what do we? I don't. What's the Rhine actually? Die Rhein? Die Der Rhein? Rhein? I know Die Rhein. I, it's, it's, it's like, what is it, like a Nazi zombies map? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Rhine is actually the most prominent river in Germany. It runs almost about halfway through the country, all the way down. Hmm. Um, for reference, <laughs> since I know you love <laughs> Roman military... <laughs> um, I'm a white man when, in my 20s. When Caesar course. marched on Gaul... Like the Gallic tribes, and okay. then went to the UK for a brief time. First in. Uh, he briefly also passed over the Rhine to threaten German tribes from crossing over. Um, he was the first Roman general to do so. So, pretty significant military achievement. I think he just did it more or less for, for the lulls. Yeah, for the for the achievement. For the flex. Because the people loved him. The Senate hated him, but uh, the people have a say in government. You know. Yeah. At least <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, huge, huge significance in German culture. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you much else. I know there's, I saw like one thing in German class. They have some nice like wineries on the coast and you can take a ferry through it, up it or down it. I can't remember. Um, and just enjoy the sights of Germany on it. So significant river. Just know that. Super significant in cool German river. culture. Yeah. Okay. Well, mermaids live in it. Mer no way. <laughs> yeah. According to, according to the, according to Mr. Heine. <laughs> They do. <laughs> well, how about that? Yes. But in this version of the the mermaid, the siren, we've seen advance uh, in the in the Homeric tale. They're like little weird bird fuckers, right? In sorry, which Oh they got the Odyssey. Yeah, the Odyssey, they are more like harpies than they are yeah, mermaids. The harpies um, and... they like sit on jagged rocks or mm. I don't know almost like a little platform, and then they're surrounded by jagged rocks and people who've tried to swim to them. Um, like, just corpses and shit. Nice. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode. I can certainly pull the literature out if we need. <laughs> <laughs> you want the sources. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they are certainly not... I mean, they're... <laughs> they're an old mermaid in that sense. They're not yeah. even technically mermaids by our current account. But I mean... Uh, Fem feminine temptress luring men into the ocean, into the sea. I mean, there's yeah. definitely some heavy inspiration from them into, like, regular mermaids. Yeah, it's sort of like their deeds on, like, the topless fish girl. It's mm -hmm. basically what it's 
sort of coalesced into and we've talked about over the last few episodes. Yep. By the late 19th century, this is where we had ended up with the idea of mermaids. Mm-hmm. And thinking about um, like Europe's influence on history, it kind of makes me think of uh, like Darth Sidious in The Phantom Menace. Now I feel like Isaac from The Good, The Bad, and The Boys. Like, everything's <laughs> yeah, a fucking Star Wars reference. Star Wars <laughs> Where they're like... What these... next? We gotta cut open a Tauntaun? <laughs> Jeez. Go, go on. Like, he's talking to little Nemoidians, and they're like, is that legal? And he's like, I make it legal. That's pretty much like every society, is, you know, when European myth comes into play, like, is that history? I will uh, make it history. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay. It's kind of like that. And I have, I have a few... A few sources here. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. All I remember from that is the fight at the end. As you should, as anyone yeah. I wish that was all I remembered from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Star Wars, bro. Lord of the Rings has stayed pure as far as good trilogies go. I feel like Star Wars has been tainted. I think The Hobbit's a good trilogy. Okay, never mind. I, I take all of that back. Good thing I'm editing because I'm cutting that in post. <laughs> <laughs> what would Isaac say? <laughs> I don't know. A Star Wars reference, probably. Misa thinks that's a bad idea. <laughs> Misa thinks. <laughs> that's what Isaac would say. <laughs> oh, hero. hero we, hope, we hope you'll join us for episode five, Isaac. And if not, we'll just record you and throw you in for the intro or yeah, some shit. We'll just, like, cop some, some unpermissed quotes from, like, an Xbox chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Isaac dropping slurs. Yep. Done. Right. <laughs> Just shit talking. Speaking of racial people. slurs, would you like to hear a quote from Christopher Columbus? In I would love to hear about Christopher Columbus. This and is his Christopher, slurs. Christopher Columbus's account of uh, mermaids on the eastern coast of what is it? Uh, on Guinea, in Guinea, on the coast of Managuita, hmm. Managuita, Managuita. I've got no visual reference. Eastern so. coast of Guinea. Okay. Uh, here we go. From the diary of Christopher Columbus. The day before, when the Admiral was going to the Rio del Oro, he said he saw three mermaids who came quite high out of the water, but were not as pretty as they are depicted. (laughs) Or somehow in the face, they look like men. (laughs) He said that he saw some in Guinea. Wow. Yes. Uh, It was believed that these were manatees or... Merminus. No, merminus. Merminus? No. Just a tentacle. Anyway, um, manatees, you said? Manatees or the one that went extinct. St- sea cows. Stellar's oh. sea cows. Dugongs or whatever they're called. Yeah, I thought I thought manatees were sea cows. They're, like, kind of the same. I okay. think they're enough Similar of a different physiology? species. Similar physiology? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a fox and a coyote. Okay, yeah, yeah. Similar, but definitely different. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway. Uh, the... Latter of which was an extinct by the 1760s due to overhunting. Mm-hmm. And manatees are, despite their best efforts at being the most fucking sad, useless animal imaginable, yeah. are off the endangered species list now, right? I believe so. Can they bring it back? I feel like a lot of stuff is getting off. I think tigers are coming back. Uh-huh. Tigers are getting off, bro. Tigers are getting off. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. There's that one turtle who had like a hundred some kids and saved his species or something. Yeah, Diego the tortoise. Man, Homie what a bugs. guy. Yeah. If only. If only. <laughs> In a world. <laughs> anyway, Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. Uh, a lot of accounts <laughs> have so uh, yeah, manatees off of uh, the coast of North America uh, are often mistaken as mermaids because they have human-like eyes, kind of a face of like a okay. fat, fat, sad human. Yes. I can definitely see that. They have very human eyes. Yeah. And qualities and like little mouths and stuff. Yeah. Um, so in a variety of accounts... Um, a lot of people, or a lot of mermaid tales have been debunked mm-hmm. as manatees. But I like in all of the quotes, it's like, I saw a mermaid, and instead of seeing something that doesn't actually look like a mermaid and going, oh, it just must be a new animal, they're like, no, that's an ugly mermaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just a fugly <laughs> mermaid. <laughs> These tales are shit. <laughs> These tales are shit. So that was kind of the perception of mermaids in, in North America, at least during those early colonial days, is that mm-hmm. they were the same as mermaids from Europe, only they were ugly. Okay. <laughs> American equals ugly. American equals ugly. Until okay. 1608, my boy Henry Hudson has a quote. The morning one of our company looking overboard saw a mermaid. From navel upward, her back and breasts were like a woman's, as they say they saw her. Her body as big as one of us, her skin very white, and long hair hanging down behind, of color black. In her going down, they saw her tail, which was like the tail of a porpoise, and speckled like a mackerel. Oh, wild. He's yeah. got, like, a full description. Yeah, so he's got that. This is according to one of his, I don't know, like, deckhands or something. Yeah. Hmm. You got it. And that is uh, from Henry Hudson's logbook in 1608, June 15th. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. So that that seems like a more appropriate... That seems more in par for what we've been looking at yeah. as far as actual mermaid description. Especially description-wise, yeah. where it describes, like, the fishy... Like a speckled tail, like a yeah. mackerel, mm-hmm. in that um, in that sense, not like a manatee, where it just looks like a fucking white shit floating through the water. Yeah, for, <laughs> just a big. And they're like mm, obese they, blob. They're like, wow, I hope this thing doesn't seduce me overboard. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid this thing sing. I mean, God, how long was it? How long was a trip from oh, Europe God. to North America in fourteen? We could probably look it up. Early seafaring it's like from three to six months or something. Yeah, it's shit, a right? long ass time, dude. That's well, yeah, and that's partially why um, Great Britain lost against the Revolutionary War was because their time for communication was just god awful. Someone would like you know send a letter like, hey, they're doing this, and then they would get back to the king, and then the king would get back to them six months later. Yeah, and exactly, and by then like it was just fucked. Like they were already moving on to something else. So like they just had no no strong communication or authority. Um, in the United States at the time. By the 1500s, it usually took at least six weeks. It could take as long as two to three months. Okay. If I spent three months out at sea. Yeah. Hell, just, even six weeks. Even six <laughs> weeks. Hell, a couple days out at sea. No bitches. Sea madness. <laughs> just the boys. I see a manatee. Mm. Mm, they got me feeling some kind of way. I'm hungry. Might be singing to me too. <laughs> oh, truly. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, truly. Like, you're with a bunch of men. You're just scurvy riddled. Scurvy riddled. You're literally like clogged in the in below deck. You know, you're sharing a hammock with a guy half the time. Yeah. Like, it's just not. You know, it's not a pleasant experience. In the navy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you could drown at any given moment. None of this just sounds appealing whatsoever. True. Except for the pirates. The freedom of pirates sounds very appealing. Piracy sounds fun. Yeah. I like the outlaw trope. I was talking to Sean about that earlier today. How like a lot of guys just like like the outlaw 
the pirate, the yeah, Ronin. Everyone, the, the cowboy. Yeah, exactly. The gunslinger. Like, that's my mm. favorite outlaw trope. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. The gunslinger is dope. Oh yeah, dude. But yeah, I think it's just a sense of like freedom. They had a sense of freedom where you we're just, working nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just wander around and yeah. do what's right. Self-governing, pretty much. Despite what the law says. Mm-hmm. Amen. Despite what Johnny Law thinks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, okay, we've gotten a couple, two accounts of mermaids. One is likely a manatee on North America. One is likely a manatee. The other yeah. is likely just the horny. Just the horny? It's the horny. The horny's play. kicking in. I saw elsewhere on the Virgin Islands, uh, yes, according to sailors from the Vigilant, the vessel Vigilant, that's mm. the name of it, of St. Croix, Virgin Islands. Uh, they'd have a lot of mermaids on the, what's it called, the bow? The front. Yeah, the front. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bow. One of those. Uh, and they would all be topless, as it was believed that a woman uncovering her body could calm the seas. Wow. That's, that's a point for the ladies. Imagine being the fucking genius who came up with that one. <laughs> like, oh no, darling. The sea is writhing. We're going to drown. Take your shirt off. I sure hope I don't <laughs> drown in this storm. If only there was some some way you could... That's literally the equivalent of like somebody like, oh, my dog just died. Can you send me a picture of your boobies? <laughs> That's the that's the equivalent. That's exactly the same thing. My dog. Oh no, I'm gonna drown. The only thing that could stop this is your boobies. Like worst case scenario, they do drown, and he just the last thing he sees is boobies. True. Which is not bad. Best case scenario, they, they survive. somehow survive, and then she gets it in her head. Oh my god! That taking her shirt off <laughs> will quell the seas. Oh yeah, there wasn't critical thinking back then. No. <laughs> Oh, wow. Incredible. If you dropped him out and you made it through the storm, that's how you made it through the storm. That's it, bro. Point A to point B. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lots of line of thought. Uh Every day, there's, you know, a storm on the horizon. Well, babe, I'm off fishing. (laughs) See me off, will you, lass? (laughs) Get home safe, dear. (laughs) That's good. That is good. So, anyway, that was on the front of, like, every ship on the Virgin Islands. Okay. Cool. Wow, that is wild. That is, yeah. Cool. So it's fun to see, and even as, you know, despite the descriptions and some of the characteristics staying the same, mm-hmm. the the connection between the feminine and the ocean sort of adapts and we certainly. see evolve. The idea of flashing the sea to comet is certainly different from what we read about in, like, the 12th century Europe mm-hmm. and the perception of the mermaids and yeah. women at all. Mermaids were, yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, it definitely, it's more progressive, <laughs> literally, <laughs> more liberal with the clothing. <laughs> Liberally. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for that one, that was just... <laughs> They're gonna just, all the listeners are gonna be like, why are they fucking clapping all the time? <laughs> we clap and then we don't cut out the clap Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Oops. Unironically. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then if we go all the way over to the other side of the um, of North America, you also have like uh, Inuit culture on mermaids, mm. which is a bit different, and they are kind of like <laughs> sea giants <laughs> with uh, giant claws, giant teeth, like small like eyes, 
beady eyes, pretty uh, much. Like little whale eyes. Yeah, Ugh. like nasty, nasty looking Scary. eyes. Scary. Yeah, they do not look pretty. Um, and they were mostly, I mean, they're apex hunters, pretty much. Yeah. But at the same time, um, whenever they were in an area, they would bring fish and good sea life. So they were ultimately a good omen, but they were also extremely skilled in fucking up uh, small Inuit children that were near the shore. So, nice. Yeah, and so really, it seems like that mythology was coined to get children away from kind of like venturing off on their own. Green teeth, whatever her name is. Yeah, Lady Green Teeth. Lady Green, green Teeth. teeth or yeah, whatever. like an Inuit Lady Green Teeth. Yeah. Sounds or like Kelpie, a Kelpie, really. Yeah, sounds like, like kind of that leshy figure from like Slavic lore. Yeah, where like it will fuck you up if it comes across you, but mostly it just tends to the yeah to just nature. Just fucks around with nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. just makes it nicer. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's kind of what it does. Uh, so yeah, kind of interesting. And that's like Inuits. So you got to think like they've been on similar to like Native Americans, like, you know, thousands of years and they've generated their own sort of like mermaid without really any other like human contact, yeah, human cultural contact from like, you know, other continents, so yeah. to speak. Definitely not um, the one we've been talking about with their ideas. No, not at all. Not until way later. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that too, that like there's similar mythologies, definitely different. Uh, but, the, you know, there's enough there where you can kind of pick out, Yeah. wow, that's kind of a weird coincidence. But there is, yeah, it's like this global diffusion of the idea of like a sea-based humanoid yeah. figure that... It's crazy. It's like, yeah, influence. pretty much every culture near the sea has something about a mermaid. Yeah, even ones, it's just like locks and rivers and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, water's such an essential part of human life. And, Absolutely. You know, back in the day when... History and myth were one and the same. You'd, that exactly. would be how you taught people about it. Oh, absolutely. And like, yeah, you can't. I mean, there was no. There was, but you know, only in the universities, really. But like, yeah. there was no scientific method for like the common man in a fishing hamlet. You know. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, it, they would definitely attribute much of what they've seen to the supernatural or to you know something like a. I guess the mermaid is supernatural. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they would just attribute uh, things that we might look at now and be able to debunk and see something. A whole lot more imaginary and likely more entertaining, honestly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's cool to see how like the culture and the values of those people are sort of projected onto their mythical creatures. Oh, we yeah. saw we explored this whole season about how the same creature has evolved so much because of the different time periods it's in. Yeah. And the values that they have during that given time mm-hmm. are reflected on the mermaid, a good omen, a bad omen. A charlotte certainly uh, a temptress yeah yeah it really depends on time period and culture because i feel like british culture views mermaids is <laughs> not good or at least like we talked about last episode like the 1200s like yeah ill ill omen mm-hmm. um and then you get to you know breasts on the bow of a ship yeah and then you go to the virgin islands <laughs> yeah yeah and like yeah i mean they they work on that and they help colonize all that so <laughs> helped colonize. Helped so, colonize. Let me, let me rephrase. <laughs> helped to civilize helped, this place. Yeah. <laughs> civilize. Really taking a stance on history yeah. with that one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but you see, they, their influence is... <laughs> their influence is, is incredibly significant, especially in like the North and South America's um, concept of the mermaid. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about mermaids. What mermaid tales do you have? What what have you heard? Is anyone yeah. based by the sea? Have you seen a mermaid? Yeah, do you got a mermaid story? I hope so.
We're looking. We're looking for it. Okay. Listener mail coming soon. Listener <laughs> mail. <laughs> we live in Colorado. We really have no first-hand accounts of mermaids. No, none whatsoever. There's. I don't even know what the largest body of water is in Colorado. It's probably the snow. <laughs> the mountains. It's just the mountain snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. I have no clue either. Uh, yeah. Let us know then. Let us know. And thanks so much for listening. Do you have anything else? Um. Yeah, Christopher Columbus was not a cool guy. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I know we mentioned him. I wanted to go down that rabbit hole, but you we'll do it another time. But that that, yeah. that description wasn't enough to to not really hammer <laughs> to home save the idea. My, that... my hatred of <laughs> I don't I don't hate the guy by any means, but can't say I met him. He's yeah, exactly. But he certainly has played a pivotal role in uh, the destruction of especially South American culture. Oh god. <laughs> The Atlantic slave trade. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's done a lot. Uh, pivotal world, we'll say at the very least. Um, yeah. Omi is a cornerstone of human rights violations. Oh, absolutely. A real linchpin. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Lynch being the literal term. All right, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we will catch you on the flippity flop. Season finale coming up next. Season finale. Ka-chow. Bing, bing.